Okay, it's our only Pesach podcast, but maybe we'll have another one tomorrow, you never know. Miracles do happen all the time. Anyway, so I'm still in Purim, but Pesach's tomorrow, so we're in Purim and Pesach. So we're going to have a really big spanning 31-day bridge from Purim to Pesach happening right now. So, as you know, I really don't like to read the news because it's just repetitious, um, fired-up propaganda to make the news companies money, and a little bit of facts in between here and there. But, um, but, but I was just reading, so as you know, there is all this um, judicial reform hack in Israel, which is actually a very serious matter. But what was interesting was an article that popped up in, in one of the brief, you know, like, breaks I took from not following the news. And it was interesting how there was, like, seven or eight different people, and each one of them knew exactly why it failed to pass last Thursday. Exactly why. One had this reason, one had that reason. And and that was just... It's just interesting how, like, each person is exactly right. And then I was reading a different article who paints... What, what one side paints as a hero at one point side paints as a villain and they write you know what heroic efforts or diabolical plans and it's just so interesting how you like you look at it and and and, and it's like meaningless once you get down to it but on Purim actually in the Megillah I found that there's actually a very strong serious political advice given and and it's missed by a lot a lot of people, and it's just it was it was what was resonating with me since Purim. It's the song that my kids and I we dance to every Friday. At least that's one of the songs. But that song is there. We sing it every Shabbos now. And I'm not sure if you know how it goes. I didn't get a chance to teach too many songs either. I lost my voice, whatever. But it goes like this. And I thought that it's such wonderful political advice. Now that's political advice. Who better to get political advice from from one of the seven Nevi'as? Esther Hamalka, one of the seven Nevi'as, is giving you political advice. When you are talking to a king. Now, one second. We know in the Megillah it says, Hamalach Achashverosh, or Achashverosh, or Hamalach. Now, when it says, Hamalach Achashverosh, it's talking about Achashverosh. When it says Hamalach, it's talking about Hashem. <coughs> when Esther is talking to Achashverosh, she says, Imal Hamalach Taif. Should she have said Achashverosh or not? Imal Hamalach Achashverosh Taif or not? I don't know what was grammatically correct in those days. But we know in the Megillah, and we're going to extend that law. We're going to apply it. That means Esther was talking to who? She was talking to Hashem. Imal HaMelech Taif. If it's five, five favor in the eyes of the king of the entire universe, not this puppet standing in front of me. 
She was happening straight to Hashem. Her take on politics is there are people who stand there and feel all geschmack and feel like they're in charge. But they're not. They're just the puppet. And when you realize that, then you have the answer to all politics. Leif Sarim Biyad Hashem. Sarim can't do anything without Hashem's will. So if you have a problem with the Sar or, or, or a king or whatever, then go straight to the king of all kings who's in charge, right? Do you talk to the puppet on the stage? Puppet, you know, like those plays, those, remember those, like, you know, those uh, plays with those puppets, and you used to throw popcorn at the crowd when the rain started, and uh, I don't remember, like, uh, I came to camps, like, a long time ago. Punchy and whatever, I don't know, they like, hand puppets. Do you say, puppet, I want more? No, you, you know who you're talking to, you just, it's just part of the game, you say to the puppet, you know, but it's not really the puppet, right? Could that guy, what's his name? The guy, the guy who comes around the ventriloquist, could his puppet talk? No. No, I forgot his name. He's famous. Jonathan... I don't remember his name. But he can't... But his puppet can't talk. He's talking. Right? But, um... But, um... Do you... So, that's... It's not... You don't, you don't talk to the to the puppet. You talk to the puppet master. Right? The one who's in charge. The one who's calling the shots. That was Esther's political advice. So, <coughs> if you sum up all seven, eight, nine, ten political analyses of these guys, the answer really is what Esther said. The king, Hashem, decided that's how it should be. All the politicians, why did Netanyahu stay quiet? Why did he talk? Why did he this? Why did that? Why did this president? Why that? Because it was what the king wanted. And if you want to change something that the king is thinking of doing, then dive into the king. Like Esther. She was talking to Akashverosh to his face. And she said, but she wasn't talking to him. So, so imagine if you're not even talking to the king to his face. You're just writing an article. And if you're writing stuff to make money, I'm saying... Then, then that might be your answer to my question. If people want to hear people think not on this Madriga, but the point is the answer to the answer to it, the, the political advice, the most sound political advice I've heard in a long time is from Esther Hamalka. Now, how do you know? Now, what do I have to do with the Seder? So, I was reading interesting Maharal, and my son is sitting next to me, he's getting a sneak peek on some Seder hack. Um, it says, Why do we open the door by Shveicha Mascha? So, the Pashab Shad is Lel Shimurim. But then the question is, so why now? Why at this point in the Seder do we open the door to show Lel Shimurim? Why don't we open it by Halach Ma'anya and show Lel Shimurim? Why don't we do it, right, it's a lot, a lot of times, and you have to have a better answer than Lel Shimurim to open it by Shvei So what the Maharal says is as follows. He says that really what we're doing is we're transitioning into Halal Nirza, which is a special series of sort of tefillahs it's not really tefillahs but it's it's things that we're doing to inspire to inspire Hashem to to inspire Hashem to so so Halal and Nirza are at this moment it's a very auspicious time for tefillah to Hashem and Nirza is from the Lashon of Hashem will want us. We'll become wanted by Hashem. So, at this moment of when we for the Geula, we want to remind everyone of Elio Hanavi, who is the herald, the Malach, who's going to announce the Geula coming. So we do a lot of things that remind people of Elio Hanavi. We pour a kais for Elio Hanavi. We we open the door. We cover Elio Hanavi. Um, and Shreichamascha is just is afterwards. It's a tefillah that we say <coughs> that. Uh, to, as like a forward to Lailanu. So, 
Um, as we transition once again from Pesach, from Purim, which is a Zman Geula, into the Zman Geula of Pesach, it's important to remember the political advice of Esther HaMalka. Hashem is the one who calls all the shots, and we have to, and we just have to dive into Him. It's much, much easier than making a whole giant, complicated, whatever political, you know, thing you're trying to work out, which might not work out anyway, or just dive into Hashem. So much easier, right? And second of all, second of all, second of all, just know that whenever, when the Gula comes, we're going to know exactly what's going on, because Al-Yanavi is going to tell us. So we're not going to need any article to explain to us this, that, oh, really, he's going to say, Mashiach is him, and you're going to listen to Al-Yanavi, because that's how it is. And that's what we remind us everyone at the Seder, that, that Al-Yanavi is going to come before Mashiach to announce the coming of the Geula, Merbi Amenu, Amen.